From the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California, this is Anchor LA. It's Tuesday, the 12th of September, 2017. Hurricane Irma is now wreaking havoc in South Carolina after causing at least nine deaths in Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina. A flash flood emergency was issued for Charleston on Monday evening as Irma, which was downgraded to a tropical storm yesterday morning, batters the southeast with torrential rain and dangerous storm surges. Atlanta, Georgia is now dealing with flooding as well as the remnants move further north through North Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. The storm brought record levels of storm surge along the coast and inland rivers of Jacksonville, Florida. As anticipated, the Florida Keys received the worst of the storm in the U.S. as they remain cut off from the mainland at this time, and there's high anxiety, little fuel, electricity, or running water. After the Keys, the storm hit Naples, Florida, which experienced gusts of winds as high as 142 miles per hour, a foot of rain, as well as seven feet of storm surge. It will be a long road to clean up, just like those struggling to recover after Hurricane Harvey in South Texas, but it seems like for now, God spared the worst case scenarios from unfolding in the ways predicted, and now the focus on cleanup and rebuilding has begun. Hurricane Harvey has been called an unprecedented storm, and in its wake, companies have been stepping up to offer relief in a myriad of ways in South Texas. Now Google and phone repair company U-Break iFix have joined up to help as well. This according to The Verge, which states that the companies are offering free repairs on all pixels at seven Houston area U-Break iFix locations until September 30th. U-Break iFix's blog doesn't post specifically if water damage is covered, but that's likely a given due to the nature of the event. Google's flagship isn't quite as protected against water as other top smartphones on the market, and seeing as these phones are often a person's primary lifeline, it's a nice gesture from Google and U-Break iFix that will alleviate a little bit of worry for those recouping after Harvey. No word yet of any comparable deals from Apple as the company today announces the release of the next generation iPhone 8. In 1880 in Dara Dalmesa, now Croatia, August and Hedwig Trapp had a son, and in 1894 at only age 14, the young son followed in his father's footsteps and joined the Imperial and Royal Austro-Hungarian Navy. Fighting in the famous Boxer Rebellion, he took command in 1910 of a newly constructed SMU-6 submarine, which was launched by his wife Agatha Whitehead. At the end of World War I in 1918, the submarine captain's wartime record stood at 19 war patrols, 11 cargo vessels sunk, and one cargo vessel captured. However, the end of the First World War also saw the defeat and collapse of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. In the process, Austria was reduced in size to its landlocked German-speaking heartlands thus losing its seacoasts and had no further need for a navy, leaving Captain Georg von Trapp without vocation or employment. Tragically, on the 3rd of September, 1922, his wife Agatha von Trapp died of scarlet fever contracted from her daughter Agath. Together, they had seven children. After the death of his wife, Captain von Trapp moved his family to the Villa Trapp, 
in a suburb of Salzburg in 1924. And in 1926, one of his children fell ill, so he hired a tutor from the nearby Nonberg Abbey, Maria Kuchera, and just one year later, in 1927, Georg von Trapp, seeing how much the tutor Maria cared about his children, asked her to marry him. After seeking guidance from the Catholic Mother Abbess at the convent Maria had served at, she very reluctantly agreed, reminding herself of her love for the children of the captain. But later, Maria wrote that she learned to love Georg more than she had ever loved before or after. After losing most of their money through economic disasters, Maria von Trapp took charge and began to make arrangements for the family to sing at various events as a way of earning a livelihood. When the Austrian Chancellor heard them on the radio, he invited them to perform in Vienna. Following the story very loosely, the classic film The Sound of Music follows the story of Maria von Trapp and the musical escapades of the family. However, in 1938, Georg von Trapp was offered a commission in the German Navy a tempting proposition for a captain without a navy, but decided to decline the offer, being opposed to Nazi ideology. In a story quite set apart from the Hollywood edition of The Sound of Music, knowing that he could not decline the offer without the threat of arrest from the Third Reich, possibly for his entire family, the family left Austria by taking a train to Italy and then sailing to the United States as their first concert tour as the Trapp Family Singers. After living for a short time in Marion, Pennsylvania, where they welcomed their youngest child, Johannes, the family settled in Stowe, Vermont in 1941, where they ran a music camp when they were not touring. Though his family became U.S. citizens, Georg von Trapp never applied to become a citizen, and in 1947, Captain Von Trapp passed away from lung cancer in Vermont. Many people today feel that truth is relative. It hinges on preferences or perspective. It's different for different people. And this is the reason for endless debates on social media and political views boiling down to my truth versus your truth or some other truth. But this isn't a new phenomenon. Even Pilate in John 18 asked Jesus, what is truth? Signifying this relativism even at that time. Now, the concept of truth is one that the human mind cannot function without. Every concept we hold, every thought we think, assumes something called truth. One of the most basic, universal, and undeniable foundations of all thought is the absolute necessity of truth. So what is truth? The Christian Bible teaches that truth is the self-expression of God. Truth is the way things really are. Reality. And reality is what it is only because God declared it so. Therefore, God is the author and judge of all truth. But according to Romans 1, denial of spiritual truth requires an intentional unbelief. 
Basic truths about God and his moral standards are stamped on the human heart. All humans are created in the image of God with a knowledge of God and his law. Romans 2 tells us that. To then suppress this inborn truth is to dishonor God, displace his glory, and incur his wrath. As he prayed to the Father in John 17, Jesus said, Your word is truth. Truth cannot be defined, explained, or understood apart from God and his inerrant word. The only way to understand what we see or what we know in our conscience as truth is from the explicit revelation of Scripture. Grace to You Ministries explains that since Scripture is the only place where we are given the way of salvation, entrance into the kingdom of God, and an infallible account of Christ, the Bible is the touchstone to which all truth claims should be brought, and by which all other truth must finally be measured. Truth is not relative, truth is measured only by the Word of God. 1 Peter 1 says, The Word of God is eternal truth, which endures forever. Let us long for the pure milk of the Word of God, which will grow us in our knowledge of Christ. And in our study of his word, our knowledge of real truth will be made clearer and clearer in an increasingly blurry world. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to certain topics we cover in the podcast. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app for Android and iPhone with input or suggestions for the show. We'd always love to hear from you until next time. From Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.